Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Keep those text messages coming through. 0457 736 736. Chris Warren in the chair. I'll be here until 4 o'clock on Sports Central. Welcome to our listeners on the Gold Coast through 1620 SEN. Uh, and here in the Harbour City, obviously, through SEN 1170. Um, we're going to talk some soccer in a moment, uh, some A-League and specifically around Sydney FC. Uh, before we uh, do that, just round the grounds with the cricket, uh, the ODI, the second ODI in the Women's Ashes series. And 129 was what England posted. And so the Aussie women, 3 for 55 uh, a three for 65, in fact, is it? Is that 55 or 65? 65, I think it was. Anyway, um, so a few wickets down. But 55. We still should be able to get that uh, that pretty uh, meagre total that uh, England posted there. Um, text messages, uh, keep them coming through as well. Uh, this is from the Big G. Uh, g'day, Chris. I said yesterday with Jimmy, I felt sorry for Justin Langer. The whole thing has been handled badly. I hate to see how it would have been handled if he was unsuccessful. Yeah, me too. It's a good point, Big G. Imagine if he performed like a busted. Well, then you'd sort of understand him being treated the way he has. Um, And he says, love hearing Harry's stories. Uh, That's Harry from Belmore who called in earlier on. He sounds like he's had a a fascinating life. Well, I'm sure he has and uh, and still living it too. And 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 we enjoy uh, listening to the stories uh, from uh, Harry. Um, Dan, you have to get out more, mate. Life's too short. Go skydiving or something. That's Steve from Padstow because there's a whole lot of things that Dan hasn't done. And uh, this one from Steve from Padstow as well. Uh, Chris, Cricket Australia, Nick Hockley. Who the hell's this guy? A palm sacking in Aussie. It's sabotage. He is from England. Well, that's Google. just, that, that can't be done. I know. Who is this guy? Anyway, he's under a whole lot of pressure. I would have thought um, the boss of Cricket Australia. Um, not for me to judge. All right, uh, let's talk a bit of uh, soccer now. And uh, Sydney FC, uh, well, uh, an amazing performance and best on ground performance, man of the match performance by their goalkeeper on Friday night, Thomas Hewitt Bell. That's a penalty. And it's a penalty. Well, you would not believe it. Sydney FC had a chance to make a three. Now Adelaide can equalise, and they are the. <laughs> Late scoring expert side. It's Hiroshi Ibasuki to take the spot kick. He steps up to the ball, shoots, and it's saved. Well, terrific save by Thomas Hewitt Bell. It was indeed, and I've just had a look at some of those highlights there. And uh, Thomas uh, Hewitt Bell joins us on the line. Good afternoon, mate. How are you? Yeah, great, mate. Uh, yourself? Yeah, really good. Really good. Um, goalkeeper, uh, winning man of the match honours. I mean, uh, that's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, to be honest, um, those games don't come often for a goalkeeper. So, yeah, as you said, it's something you dream about as a young kid. So, hopefully, uh, more to come. But I'll I'll take it. Absolutely. That was, uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. So I was just, you know, Hero Ibasuki, um, that spot kick there, and more often than not with, with penalty kicks, they, they find the net. Um, it's a combination of two things. Oh, I guess the main thing is, uh, you tell me, do you have a tendency to sort of go left more than right or how you leave it as late as you can, I guess, before you make that decision? Yeah, um, you got to read the cues. Um, obviously, when he puts the ball down, what side he's looking, they try and throw you, maybe look the, the opposite way to where they're going to kick and yeah. how open their body is to the ball. But i got to uh, give my plaudits to the goalkeeper coach because he does um, quite a lot of research on these players and he, he does a lot of the video and he, he sort of gave me a little bit of a sheet that told me where um, um, players tend to go. So that definitely helps. Who's the goalkeeping coach there now? Uh, Matthew Nash. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. They had a couple there a few years ago. Just just Matthew has got the sole gig, has he, with the with the goalkeepers? Yeah, Sydney's had some great goalkeeper coaches over the year. I've worked under John Crawley, who's with the yeah. Socceroos um, now, and yeah, I've I've worked with Spider as well. He was yeah. at the club yeah. way before me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and your background, Thomas, um, take us through the story. Um, for those that might not know a whole lot about you, um, your you junior football, where who did you play play for, and, and at what stage did you sort of think, you know what, um, I could I could play at the elite level in this sport? Um, well, I started playing at um, West Pimble. West Pimble is where I'm living now, and that, that's my local club. Um, I was always an uh, on-field player until I hit about, 12, 13 is when mm. all the boys started uh, trying out for reps. Um, so, yeah, my first rep team was Manly and then uh, Parramatta. And then I played at Blacktown City, which was, you know, a, a great club, um, produced a lot of top quality players. So that's where I played most of my NPL um, years. And then from Blacktown to Wanderers and then Central Coast and then and now Sydney. Wow. You've been here, there and everywhere, um, all, all, all over the place. So, um one of the, one of the things I, I quite and this is this is totally off script as well, mate. One of the things I hear often these days, um, uh, some of the problems. And I don't want to get into the politics of of soccer in this country, but um, it it seems to be quite expensive uh, for for families to to get their their children involved with pretty hefty registrations. Would would you agree with that? Yeah, hundred percent. It's mm. um, uh, it's tough. It's tough because there's not a whole lot of. Um, opportunities and what I mean by that is you know there's not it's not like other leagues in the world where you've got a super amount of teams to pick from and you know it's we've got a lot of concentrated players in New South Wales uh, from what I can speak of and not a lot of teams so Mm. um, yeah NPL clubs do have quite high regos and and even just as we mentioned earlier just driving to and from training is (laughs) expense within itself driving all across Sydney. So, yeah, yeah. thank the parents for that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's only now, you know, I'm a parent and doing the same thing that I think, God, mum and dad that used to do the same thing for me when I was <laughs> I, I was a kid. But it just goes to show, and you're, again, living proof of it, you know, a, a young fella from Sydney. Um, and sort of at what stage did you think, you know what, I'd love to wear the sky blue? Um, yeah, well, Sydney FC is my boyhood club. I remember as young as, you know, nine, ten years old, going and watching them play um, at SFS, which is the old stadium mm-hmm. back then. And I always, I didn't, I didn't think at that stage I wanted to be a goalkeeper, but I definitely wanted to play for Sydney because yeah. you know, watching players like Stevie Corica, Dwight York, um, yeah. 
you know, Sasha Petrovsky, those players, they, uh, you know, they were standouts back then. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you have fond memories of, of, of how sort of young were you when you were going along to the Sydney Football Stadium and, and watching Sydney FC, unbeknownst to you that one day you'd be pulling on the sky blue yourself. I uh, it's it was a weird feeling when I first came to Sydney. I was just on a, a youth team contract, and I've sort of worked uh, my way up mm. to a to a full time position. And just having that relationship with uh, Steve Corker as coach has been, you know, really interesting because obviously, as I said, I, I looked up to him as a kid, watching him play and whatnot. And now he's he's yeah. coaching me and other boys. So, absolutely. Yeah. Have you told him that? Hey, hey, I used uh, to... We haven't. <laughs> you haven't had that conversation we uh, yet. We, uh, <laughs> no, we, we we had um. I don't know if you know Ufuk Tale. He's yes. a assistant. He was the assistant coach a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. And uh, one of my fondest memories as a kid was I went and watched them one game and um mm. the whole West Pimble team. We got to go on the field after the game and he chucked his water bottle at me and I took it home <laughs> thinking it was my most prized possession. Oh, there you go. But... <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice story. That, that that that's the things that happen as a kid. I mean, I, I, I yeah, brilliant stuff. You should you should tell Steve about all that. How you uh, yeah, you, see, you looked up to him. Well, so uh, Sydney FC. So it's a bit difficult to gauge it all, isn't it? Because you guys have played ten or eleven games. Um, some of the other clubs below you have played sort of seven or six or eight games. It's hard to get a gauge. But we know that you're sitting second on the ladder. Um, so you've had that two-one win away against Adelaide, and next weekend. What a clash, hey? Top of the table clash uh, with yourselves and, and Western United, who are currently three points above you. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was a, it was definitely a slow start um, for us. But I think in the last three games, we've really hit our straps and everyone's, um, you know, sort of switched their mentalities a little bit. We're fighting a lot more and I think it'll be a really good spectacle next week. Mm. And preparation-wise, uh, have, you, have you trained today? What's what's ahead for the next few days? Uh, we had a travel day yesterday, so we're a bit fortunate today. We've got off. Um, we're, we're back in tomorrow, and we'll have a another day off on Tuesday, and then a three-day lead-in. So train Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then play on Saturday. So mm. that's our week. Tell us more about uh, Thomas Hewitt Bell away from soccer. What what are your some of your other interests? <laughs> Um, I love to have a hit of golf. Um, actually, with my girlfriend right now, we're going to go up the coast to Avoca, which would be really nice like, I love to get that. out of the house. But um, I'm just doing a Bachelor of Media at uh, Macquarie University oh, very wow. slowly. Yeah. I started there, Sorry. Macquarie Uni. I started there myself, actually. Um, did one year there. Avoca, huh? does your girlfriend play golf as well? Uh, she doesn't, but it doesn't stop me from trying to help her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a good time. Beautiful beach up there too uh, at Avoca, mate. Thanks for joining us. Good luck next weekend um, against uh, Western United and all the best for the rest of the season in the A-League. Cheers. Really appreciate it. No, thank, thank you, mate. Thank you. Thomas Hewitt-Bell, goalkeeper at Sydney FC. If you didn't see the match, when was it? Friday night, wasn't it? It was an absolute belter of a save. Mm. Uh, really good. So uh, Google that if you haven't seen the highlights of that. Uh, you won't see much uh, many better saves than that. Righto, uh, where we headed now? We'll take a quick break. We're going to talk some boxing, I hope. Uh, I hope that Billy Dibb can join yeah. us. Uh, plenty happening in the world of boxing from an Australian perspective. 
keep those text messages coming through. Uh, this one here, um, uh, Chris, wily old dog here. We need to look no further than the New South Wales cartel pushing for their man, Trevor Bayless. It was started once Bayless left the pommy job. Smith, Cummins, Hazelwood, Stark, all ably led in the print media by Jeff Lawson, who... Uh, may walk into an assistance job with Bayless in control. All right, wily old dog. Well, you have your thoughts and uh, we shall see what will transpire. We'll take a break. When we return, we'll talk some boxing. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.